Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of I Think I'm Human Too. If you follow me on any sort of social media, you already know who's next to me. But if you don't, um, this is Savannah. Hey, everybody. Hashtag at Nurse Savannah Brennan. (laughs) Hey, girl. (laughs) Follow her. (laughs) Raphael just beat her in following count. And she's like, you don't even post anything relevant. You post your deodorant. I was like, of course, this happens. People want to see the nitty gritties. Just start posting embarrassing stuff and you'll you'll find your following. Just you wait. <laughs> Every time I sit here, I I gave up my old setup to host other people and I'm regretting it because they're the ones that get the good setup and then there's just me. I know you gave me two pillows and everything. I feel so comfortable. This isn't even standing up right. <laughs> I feel like most of my time is spent just messing with this freaking microphone. Let See me know if you want help. Even though <laughs> I love watching you struggle, but let me know if you want help. I don't think you can even help with what I need help with. <laughs> I can help with maybe a little. Do you have a psych degree? I can support you. <laughs> Do you have any trauma therapy <laughs> education? No. Okay, so this week's topic, let's get serious. Okay, this week's episode, I'm sure, is going to be a little bit longer just because her and I are literally just so us. She's my Leo. I call her my Leo queen now because my dad was my Leo king. And since he passed, I was like, you got big <laughs> shoes to fill. Actually, he didn't have that big of feet. You actually <laughs> probably had bigger feet than built in. May he rest in peace. Probably the same size. <laughs> literally um but yeah so I brought Savannah on because this week's episode is all about friendship and I'm really wanting to talk about a lot of different things but something that I have said many times in my past episodes is I think that loyalty is not equivalent to time and I feel like a lot of people equate loyalty to time so Savannah is actually my newest friend and I have really good girlfriends but I have two best friends, and Savannah's one of them. Congratulations. Oh, I made the star. cut. Oh, I was she sweating did. over here. Barely. <laughs> Barely. And then my other one's Haley, and I normally refrain from using names, but I know Hales is pretty much okay with it. Um, if so, not, sorry, Haley. <laughs> yeah. Haley, 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 Haley. <laughs> Anyways, um, something that I wanted, to, I thought was fun to bring Savannah on for is because I've heard people from my past kind of make comments and be like, oh, Catherine and Savannah, they're real besties now. And I'm like... Okay, I get that um, to the outside world, people might be like, oh my God, how can you have such a bond from such a short amount of time? What are we at? Like a year and a half now? Yeah, a year and a half. And something that I think is important, again, it's sometimes you just find your people. And sometimes there's people that you've had around for 15, 20 years, and you're like, why are you my people? <laughs> like, right. Just because you add up the time and you're like, oh, I can't say bye now. So you stick around for some things that you might not want to stick around for. Or it's like that comfortability. Like you're comfortable and it's like you don't know how to get out of that cycle. And breaking the cycle is hard. Yeah, absolutely. So I opened up on Instagram last week um, some questionnaires just to kind of see what people want to talk about with friendships. But I know that like her and I both kind of have our own ideas. So let's get into how we met because I think that's something that one of the questions is like, how do you meet friends at this age? And Do you want to tell the story? You can tell the story if you want. Can I tell the story? Yeah, go for it. I'm like, the world is your oyster. Okay, perfect. So I actually, it's so funny because you have a huge following on TikTok and I had no, I I don't really use my TikTok. I was never on TikTok (laughs) and I followed her on Instagram. I think you're at what, 10,000? 
barely I think I just hit 10,000 yeah and I was like oh her family's so cute I love her dogs and like she just looks kind of nice and as many people know it's like social media you can kind of pre-screen it's kind of like a dating app for friends I feel like so I was Literally. like right I was like I just like her vibe she seems super chill and I had messaged her <laughs> you think I sound chill she seemed chill but I don't know now <laughs> that's the one thing you don't get about me all that actually I feel like they do just not to the extent that it really is Facts. but also it's like I wouldn't change it for the world <laughs> Thank you. so message her on Instagram because or did we message before that so I had actually messaged Savannah years ago yeah and okay we'll get into this in a different episode because a little backstory Savannah does um you're a cause what is it called an aesthetic What's injector she's an aesthetic in- aesthetic injector okay say you that heard five that times fast you heard that yeah I can't even <laughs> say it one times fast um, so that's what Savannah does for a living and she has obviously her pages under Savannah Brennan. So I messaged her and I was like, Hey, how many unit?" I was like the most annoying follower and we'll get into this in a different episode about like her job and, and really, um, you're such a people pleaser. I feel like in a customer service industry, you need to be, yeah. but I had told Savannah cause I mess and I know I'm going way off track, but I messaged her. I was like, how many units of Botox do you think I need? And she was like, I don't know. You'd have to come in for a consult. And I was like, I don't want to, <laughs> I didn't say that, but you're like, that takes time and I don't have time. <laughs> well, I was like, cause when you're messing with your face and her and yeah. I've talked about this, she is coming from a different standpoint of the education she has. She's like, just come and get a consult. But people on the other side are like, well, it's my face. I don't know you. I don't trust you yet. Now I'm like, I won't go to anyone else. I don't care who, what, when, where. I'll fly her out. I'll fly home. I don't care. I will be in that chair and that chair only. But um, I messaged her and I was like, hey, how many units of Botox do I need? And she's like, you got to come in for a consult. I literally unfollowed her like a couple weeks later. I was this like, bitch. Because <laughs> I was following. You kind of do that when you're like looking for an injector. You yeah. follow a ton. I follow a bunch of nose doctors right now because I'm kind of shopping around for a nose job. And um. Finally, a couple of months went past and I re-followed you and then I think you had already, you had followed me at, I think, I think so. Our timeline's a little, I don't know how Instagram and TikTok minutes. both have unfollowed and followed so many times. I'm like, I think I was just always following. No, I, I know for sure I unfollowed you, like purposefully. And it wasn't because it was Savannah, but it was the, uh, um, what is it? Uh, and this episode's about friendship here. I know, I'm so sorry. Um. <laughs> I had followed a bunch of injectors that I like unfollow because I was like, you know what? I'm never just going to get it done. Like, I don't care. It's fine. I yeah. just followed too many it's people. It's that pre-screening though. It's like you kind of want to see their vibe, their page, kind of what they're all about. So you yeah. follow a lot of them to see their work. And um, something that we have also talked about is uh, making sure that um, – oh, no, no, sorry. I just had a complete brain fart and I literally just lost it. I was like, <laughs> you need more coffee. <laughs> you know what? I uh, forgot. Um, the cosmetic industry or even like finding a new hairstylist, sometimes being a girl, finding a new mm-hmm. person like that, the cosmetic world is scary. Oh, and you guys scary. are all gorgeous <laughs> and we're walking in like, Hey, I'm a little bit ugly. <laughs> I need a little bit of help. That's why I'm here. I, I, I need your help. <laughs> Can you help me? Help. I need somebody. Anyways. So I ended up finally, no, you had messaged me a couple of months later. I had followed you back and she was like, Hey, I would love to do, um, complimentary Botox right before mm-hmm. the wedding for you. And I was like, well, it's just complimentary. I guess I can try her out. And I literally sat in there. I came home from it. I think we were there for what? Quite No, not that time. We were the there first that time. was only like an hour uh-huh. or so. 
And I came home and I was like, Raphael's like, how was it? I said, I feel like I could be friends with her. Like, I'm just obsessed with her. And I went in like shaking. I was like, like one, I was nervous to meet you. Two, again, you never know what these girls are actually like. Like, same for Mm -hmm. you. You probably were like this influencer or wannabe. Like, (laughs) is she going to be an asshole? And then also for you, I was like, okay, is she going to be nice or mean? Right. I mean, I bite. No, you are. (laughs) You are kind of mean. But. (laughs) But only to like me. I just tell you what's wrong and what I could fix. <laughs> oh my God. We're not going to get it. <laughs> Anyways. So I ended up sitting in her chair leaving that day. I had said to Raphael, I was like, I feel like I could be her friend. Mm-hmm. And then I said the same thing to Coast. I was like, I was like, oh, I had a client today. I actually kind of like, she's super fun. I'm like, we're kind of like, like, kind of on the same life path. And then the next time, did we do, did we do a consult that day? Yeah. We talked about getting my lips dissolved Mm -hmm. so that was my second time because i had had a bad experience before her and i was migrating pretty bad so my second time coming in was for a dissolver Mm -hmm. and it was all like the wedding prep leading up to it but there i think the second time we talked for like three hours we we didn't even do a treatment Mm -hmm. for three hours and raphael actually texted her and he's like are you okay you're like still at lifetime (laughs) yes and i was like yeah and i think we got food after sorry husbands that's when it all started that was our yeah and then our third time we were done. We were like, we knew it. It was real life from there. Yeah. Our first or second meeting, I was like, you should come to our wedding after party. <laughs> She's like, okay. We had so many similarities. Just like our lives were so similar. Our family was so similar. Just all the yeah. things. So that was kind of where I wanted you on this one because, so, again, so many people equate friendship to time and, and all that. And um, Haley, for example, has been in my life for almost 10 years now. And her and I are basically like I don't I don't want to say sisters because I don't feel like it's a sister level. I f- what would you consider like I would say she's like a a cousin almost like it feels like yeah. she's literally family. Like she knows so much about you that it's like and my fan like it's just yeah. weird the integration. It literally feels like Haley's my cousin almost. Mm-hmm. But something that her and I had related on right away, step one, day one, she was like, I love that you do social media. Literally one of the first things you said to me when I was sitting in her chair. And she was like, I want to grow my social media. Like, I really want to be pro- like, I want to do that eventually, maybe as a hobby, if not full time, if feasible. So since day one, we just kind of like learned more and more about each other. And we have a lot of similar mindsets in almost everything, which is kind of humorous to me because I feel like a lot of people kind of uh go opposite ways like Haley and I are kind of opposite on a lot of things which I feel like that's our connection you and I are similar on a lot of things but the things that we're not we're very comfortable being like I'll be like Savannah be nice she says that I know (laughs) which is so funny because you think it would be opposite but I'm like Savannah (laughs) I know I know but she helps me through like a lot of my because especially like my dad dying I didn't really I've talked about this before emotions were not my strong suit um articulating my emotions are still I'm still learning Mm -hmm. and she's always like this this and this and I'm like Savannah take off your medical hat and just listen to me and she's like well the chemicals in your brain are telling you this like it's okay it's all normal it's all normal in the worst best ways possible in all of the beautiful ways we love it we love it anyways um so where I was kind of wanting to structure that is It goes back into the conversation last week that I was talking about, and that was kind of like why I wanted to tie the two weeks together. It starts with your community. 
And finding the people that have similar interests, similar likes, relatable experiences, even for example, like a parent dying is something that you've never been through. My girlfriends have never been through. My husband's never been through, but that doesn't mean that there's not a whole community out there. So not that you want to build a friendship off of a loss, but some people might. Um, so grief, um, there's like grief groups, I'm sure. There's for probably sure. Facebook groups for everything and anything under the sun you can find. Um, so just really finding your community is huge. I think Savannah and I had such similar interests and just paths of life, the things that we wanted to accomplish in the time frame, even just down to the simple things of like right now, Haley, it's like dead set. She's like, I love children. I want to be a mom. Both her and I are like, we want to live our lives right now. And not saying that any child would hold us back. If anything, I feel like it would add a lot of value. But both Savannah and I are so driven in the sense of like, I feel like if we, I feel like we wouldn't tackle what we would want to tackle because we would put our lives on the back burner to be the best, most present moms. Oh, for sure. And I also feel like our other side of us would be like, do we hit our maximum potential? Yeah. Like that's where I'm like, I want to hit or feel like I've accomplished things that I can be proud of, which I'm proud of my life. You're proud of your life. But I'm like, I know that there's more for me. It's like when you know that there's more, I'm not ready to give up. You just have a feeling. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not ready to give up my sense of responsibility yet yeah like I want to yeah the lack of it Mm -hmm. yeah um I think the other thing is we talk a lot about once you kind of some people have different goals obviously but you and I strive for like let's get here and then when we get there they were like okay we need to get here and I think that also has to do with like especially me speaking for myself Raphael is very goal driven he's like let's Mm -hmm. get here and then focuses on the next thing um, and right now, Raphael and I have said we don't want to bring babies into the world until we're fully 110% ready. That could be 10 years from now. That could be never. That could be next year. And you're kind of the same of like, once I've gotten done what I really want to get done, then we can talk about it. And, and I don't know what I want no. to get done yet. Yeah. I'm like, I just got to figure that out. We got plenty of time. We got time. There is science <laughs> in this world that can yes. freeze anything and bring Facts. it to life whenever I say yes. <laughs> So that's going to happen. <laughs> so I may be looking for a surrogate in 20 years. <laughs> Keep you all posted. When I turn 50 and I can no longer carry it on my own, I might need to so- call someone. Right. I got you on the plastic surgery front if you have to. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So I want to talk. What do you want to bring up on some topics? You know, I think one thing that I consi- as a consistent thing is like how to make friends in your 20s and as an adult, because I think that's a really hard thing to do. And for me personally, before I met Catherine, I honestly felt like I didn't really have like a best friend, quote unquote. Oh, you hear that? Don't want to get to her head, okay? I have to humble her a little bit. Bestie. <laughs> you are, you Do are. Do you think it's through the restie? Is it a real question? You know, we'll see. I'm we don't have a matching guessing. tattoo yet. So Haley and I do. So we Obviously haven't trauma bonded her that fast. <laughs> I know too much. So we're going to have to do that Facts, quick. Actually, she, she really does. Facts. But I think the biggest thing of like making friends in your 20s is it's, it is hard. It's not easy, mm-hmm. especially when you get to into your day-to-day life of like working. And if you're doing a nine to five, it's like you don't really go out much. You don't do a lot. For me being in school, I was like, I'm barely out. She's the one that drags me out right now. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't go out otherwise because it's hard. And it's hard to trust when you've been hurt by friends in the past, which I'm pretty sure we all have. So I think that's a big piece of like making friends in your 20s is you just have to be open to it. That's like the first thing is you have to be open to it. And friendships are, 
it's a joint effort. It's like a relationship. So you mm-hmm. have to give and you have to also receive. So you have to think about what you're willing to give in a friendship and where your own boundaries are. And that's something I had to learn kind of the hard way growing up because I'm a people pleaser, as you said. So I had the tendency to bend over backwards for people and just it's walked over. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. So if I'm ever yes. walking <laughs> over you, please let me know. Oh, I will. I we- think going off of what you said, something, um, it, the, it goes back and forth and it is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Any relationship you have in this life, whether it's a marriage or a parent or a sibling, that that's all relationships and being upfront and honest, kind of like in a dating stage of like my girlfriends know I do not text. If I text back, it is only to my manager, someone in my agency, and if it's like a 911, hey, I need an answer really fast. Or you want to talk about it later. And like she's a, a texter. She'll be like, <laughs> and I'm like, I dead ass just ignore them. I don't even open them. But I, we've gotten to the point where we know every day we talk on FaceTime. I talk to Haley every day on FaceTime. I talk to my mom every day. Like people know that like if it's if it's serious, you just got to call me because I'm not going to even open the message. Mm-hmm. Um but that, that was something like to her and I, I was like, Savannah, I know you're just texting me just to brain dump. I appreciate it. I love it. I'm not telling you to stop, but don't be offended when I don't respond because I'm not going to respond. And it's actually, I feel like it's gotten even worse. Um, that was even at the beginning of yeah. our friendship. And now I'm like, I, I don't even. Which I appreciated though, because for me, I was all in the past. That's my way of communication because I'm always so go, go, go that that is kind of a way to be like, yeah. hey, we have to talk about all of this or we have to talk. And now getting busier, it's like, okay, we need to talk about these things. It's like our little reminder list to ourselves. But being open and honest right away is huge. Like, yeah. otherwise I would have gotten almost butthurt because I'm such a people pleaser. I'm like, wait, why aren't, why isn't she texting back? Does she not like me? What's happened? Did I say something wrong? So you kind of internalize and your past friendships are kind of based how you feel with new friends coming in. So that's the tricky part of making new friends is you kind of take all the hurt and the struggles from past friendships and bring them into the new one, which is something you have to let go of and be like, I have to, I'm a new person. I'm at this new stage in life and I have new things to offer someone. And if they're not your cup of tea, they're not your cup of tea. Not everyone will be. Yes, absolutely. Especially that can go with any relationship, friendship, anything. Um, don't let old, what is the saying? Don't let old cuts bleed on new people. Like don't Wounds? like, yeah, like, I don't know. You know how like they say that if you're cut from a past relationship, you have to let mm. it fully heal. Yeah. Or you're going to bleed on the next person and they're going to have blood on them that's not theirs. It was very vivid. I know. Yeah. Whatever. I, I got d- what you were saying I though. didn't I make it up. up what you were putting I down. didn't make it up. Um, I promise Raphael just texted me. Oh, okay. Real estate. Anyways, so there was a question that, so I, again, I opened it up to Instagram to kind of see what people wanted to talk about and wanted to touch base on. And I know that we had just kind of covered something about the, um, communication and friendships, but how do you deal with a one-sided friendship? Um, and I don't feel this in my current girlfriend, so I would definitely have to go into past girls. Mm -hmm. Um, and so let me give a little bit of a backstory. I was raised in Florida my entire life. I spent 18 years there. And from childhood, you build your ground up with your girlfriends. Um, and then I moved. And I thought those relationships would last for sure. I was like, oh, these are for lifers. And they weren't. I think we all do. Yeah. Because you don't want to think that it could end when it's so good at the time, which is a yeah. healthy way to look at it. Because if you went into a friendship and it's like, this isn't going to last, then you're not giving it your all either, which yeah. is the best thing you can do in a friendship or a relationship. Yeah. Something that is important to me, and this has always stuck with me. One of my moms had always said when I was a kid, you have friends for seasons and reasons. And I tell everybody that. Even jobs, I believe, are for seasons and reasons. I feel like every stage in your life is for a different reason, has a different purpose. 
into molding to you to who you are so I could even say yeah my dad's death was the worst thing that's ever happened to me it absolutely sucks but at the end of the day it's gotten me to who I am now and I have to be thankful for that granted do I want him six feet under no but it is what it is it's reality you can't take it back so you got to grow from it every loss you have in this lifetime every love you have in this lifetime even if it's a love and then a loss it's for a reason and every girlfriend that comes into your life it's either to teach you a lesson to teach you something new we talk all Mm -hmm. the time about this sounds really bad but each person at any table has to bring a benefit so if you have a table full of six girlfriends or it's you and your husband and your sibling everybody has to bring something to the table and I think the older you get, the more you realize that that's not fucked up. I think people think like, oh, does she benefit me as a friend? Well, I need to benefit her too, though. Or should, honestly. Yeah. Every friendship should be a benefit to each other. And sometimes that doesn't need to be in a monetary value. That doesn't need to be in a materialistic mm-hmm. value. It could just be in the simple fact of like, you bring a shoulder to cry on with great advice or you bring me out of my real life and we can go have dinner and it's a wonderful night and you just brought me out of a horrible mindset um it it doesn't really need to be much past that it's it's not transactional which is like yeah I think the biggest thing is thank you she yeah. knows how to articulate yes it's not transactional but it's about showing up and like if you have people in your corner that show up for you they might not be able to be like okay I'm going to take you on lavish trips but they show up for you and that's the most important thing and that's something that I found in Catherine I'm like if I'm in a bad mood she'll keep facetiming me until I answer the phone and then she'll <laughs> turn my mood around which is so important because past friendships it hasn't been that way so you don't know what you're lacking in a friendship and I for me I looked back at all my past friendships and I was like what made those friendships end was it me was it them was it like a joint effort and seeing my faults too of okay I'm bringing this to a friendship but I also am bringing in some negativity here how can I make that better because then I put my trauma and drama on you and that can hurt our friendship so it's all about kind of that give and take and there's some days which you had talked about in previous podcasts where it's like there's some days that she needs more and that's that kind of back and forth and I need more I need more I've been on a month-long bender right now there's phases in life that people go through and it's like there's phases and I will probably hit some of those phases I know I will hit some of those phases and I know that she would have my back like I had hers so I think having that friend that will show up for you at the end of the day is the most important thing Mm -hmm. I agree Something that you had touched on was being like knowing your own faults too, especially in friendships, especially as a woman. A lot of girls have this guys have an ego, but girls have like a spite almost mm-hmm. in them of like, I know sometimes I will literally know I'm wrong and I will not give it up. I'll be like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to say sorry. No, no, no. I have grown so much because I used to be like that. And I was a horrible friend back in the day. Um, I was very selfish. I was going through a lot of things. I feel like everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people go through that phase of like that young and dumb and dating someone shitty and drinking and, and spending all your money and whatever. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I went through a really bad, I don't know if you went through that, but I went through a phase of just like treating my girlfriends like shit. Granted, those girls, um, aren't in my life anymore right now because of the stage I was in. That's how I, um, found them. And since I'm no longer in that stage, obviously I had to get out. They've went their way. I don't know what they're doing, um, but I was not very nice to them. There was many nights where I was, I hated my own life and I would drink. And then somebody else, my alter ego, we literally would call her Liz. Liz would be, because my middle name is Elizabeth. 
and um we called her Liz and people will still like make jokes my cousin will be like oh is Liz gonna come out tonight I was like Liz is dead okay I've never seen Liz Liz okay. can't come to the phone right now why <laughs> oh because she's dead boom look what you made me do <laughs> anyways sorry that was my swifty moment but I think like you said it's like for your past you recognize your faults you were at a different place in life for me I was the opposite and I was going through a lot of things personally with my relationship at the time I just moved to college and I shut everyone out so I secluded myself because I was so afraid of getting hurt and used because in past friendships that was something that was my problem is I was getting hurt and used because I was such a people pleaser so it was on me as well because I wanted to please so many people and people I mean we're all humans we like to have that. everyone takes more than they give exactly sure. exactly so it's like if you're constantly giving people are going to constantly take and so boundaries are something that I'm still learning I still struggle with it I'm like I text her and she's the one that I'm like hey what do I do because like I have struggled for so long with boundaries so yeah. for me it was the opposite where I was like I didn't treat people shitty but I didn't I secluded myself because I was like I just would yeah. rather not have friends because I know it's going to happen so what's funny to me is you you set boundaries very quickly with your close people though but she'll let strangers and I'm like okay my math ain't math in here babe like <laughs> you know what it is so much. you know what it is which it's- I respect because yeah. at least I know that you're always keeping it real with us <laughs> like in the inner circle but I say this to her all the time mm-hmm. she'll complain about something and I'll say okay well have we set up something to like are we gonna move past like are you gonna figure out how to get past this and she's like yeah Two days later, she's complaining about it. I said, no, 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 we don't want to hear about it anymore until you deal with this. It's so true. Like, I don't want to – you can't complain. Literally nothing about anything. And we yeah. d- we say that to her all the time because she'll be like, well, this is and this happened. I said, okay, well, this is how we're going to deal with it. She said, okay. And then days will go past and, and she'll complain again. I'm like, Savannah, I now know what I can't talk about. So there is <laughs> no, that. You can talk about it. But like you said, it's like for me – I go into it like I don't know what people are going through behind closed doors and I look at each person I'm like okay you're a stranger and you're you're not part of my close friend group so I don't really know who you are what you're going through and I you're empathetic for sure yeah and it's like you don't know what's happening in their life so they could be having the worst day they could have just lost a parent they could have just lost their kid they I mean some of the things that some of my clients tell me I'm like wow I would have had no idea and going through clinicals for school like hearing some of these stories I'm like it's just about being kind to some of these people because even though they're coming off harsh, they have a reason for it and they have a reason to protect their energy. And so just be the best person you can be to each single person in the room. And your inner circle has the blessing of knowing what you're feeling and what your reactions are are and who you really are. Who are you? Still trying to figure that out to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, so this is something that I think maybe you'll have a little bit of insight. How do you handle grown women acting like high schoolers? When they get mad and tell your secrets. I have been seeing Seed Symbiotic DS01 everywhere. And I figured it was time to try it out because you guys know I love anything and everything gut health. Gut health does not just affect your digestive system. I don't understand. I don't think people understand how much it affects like your overall health. And not only that, but like your skin, your readiness for the day. I just love when my gut is in line. I'm in line. When I'm in line, life is in line. So Seed is sharing a code with Human2 listeners. And I'm super excited for you guys to try them out. You are going to get 25% off to see if you like them just as much as I do. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 daily symbiotic go to seed.com slash human two that's all one word 
and use code 25HUMAN2 to get 25% off your first month. So that's 25HUMAN2, all one word. That's 25% off your first month of Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash human2 with code 25HUMAN2. I tell my own secrets so that people have nothing against me, but facts. <laughs> Let me just give one piece of advice. Doing social media has taught me if you get out in front of everything, there is nothing that can take you down. I think when people ask me all the time, like, how did you, like, how would you, dead ass, I told Savannah this. There was someone saying something, talking shit about her online. I don't remember what the scenario was, but I said, Savannah, if you let this one person take you out, it will, it'll wipe out everything. You have to just not give a single fuck. No fucks given. Okay. Chloe K here. A lot I'm easier looking said for than the done. Fun. No, I'm so serious. If you, like someone's like, oh, your nose is big. Babe, I know. Like I've known since I was 10. Like nothing you can tell me today. Anything you say, it cannot get to you. It, you just have to deal with that. Um, but where she was saying like, we have no secrets, dead serious. If you have secrets to hide, I mean, that's on you. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, why are you trying to hide them? Are you embarrassed of them? Are they something? And that goes into like your own self-growth. I think when girls are acting mean or are rude to other women it's their problem it's not yours and that's something that I had to learn especially now that I'm trying to grow my social media and she's helped me a lot with that because I do internalize everything and that's where we're that's the one thing that we're probably different in is I internalize and I just think all the time of what people say because I'm like okay well this and then I spiral and I've now started to like deflect and I'm like that's not a me problem that's a mm-hmm. you problem and that's something that's that you not have to a me work problem. through but I'm going to put my best foot forward and I'm going to be kind to you because obviously you need a little bit of love. I mean, no, I go opposite. Leave me alone. I block you. Bye. I'm not a blocker. Sorry. <laughs> You'll get there. I promise. Yeah. At this point, I used to respond to people or, or write back or make a video on it. Now I'm like, block, 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 block. And bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> um, one of the questions was, how do you handle being in a different stage of life than some of your girlfriends? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like, honestly, we're all in different stages of life. Even her and I being best friends, like we're in different stages of life. Haley's in a different stage of life. Like we're all, even though we're all married, you know, kids, like we're each doing something different. We're all the single ladies. We're all the single ladies. We're not. Damn it. Sorry. (laughs) I do think that it's, I feel as though when you have friends in different stages of life, learn ask them questions be like what tell me about this stage of life because eventually you're going to be there if you're not there yet and to have that insight about something you're not through yet you get that like kind of like precursor which is huge because if they're going through something even if you don't go through it it's going to open up your mindset to learn about them and then also help other people that come to you in the future with new friendships and are like hey I'm really struggling with this and you actually have some knowledge about someone who had been through that in the past so I think learning and growing and not being like carrying it with like a chip on your shoulder, like, oh, they're doing so much better. Like I'm at a different stage. Enjoy that stage. That stage is going to come and go so quick. Enjoy it and learn from the other stages in your circle. Mm-hmm. I get nervous, especially like I had said previously, Haley is so excited to be a mom and I'm so excited for her to be able to do things in her lifetime that she wants. But having a friend that is wanting to go into something completely like sh- and I need to say this nice in a, how do I say it nicely? Like, I don't want to say kids hold you down, but I definitely feel like their first few years of life, like you can't really go places. Yeah. You gotta, you can. Yes. I'm not saying like you're locked into your house every single second of every single day, but I feel like right now it's already hard to kind of get in touch with some girlfriends or like mm-hmm. we literally have planners the size of a textbook being like, 
are you free this day? What time? Oh, can we make two hours work here? Like the older you get as adults, you get more, less and less time. Mm -hmm. Every single second of every day, it gets busier. And then when you add a child into the mix, it's like, okay, well, how do I maintain this friendship? Um, Because we are in two different stages. But something that you had just said is like, just know that everyone's stage of life is at that time in their life for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. I know it's cliche, um, but there's going to be things as friends that are going to be just different stages. It is what it is. I mean, you just bought a house. We're looking at buying a second house. Like Mm -hmm. that's a different stage of life, even though we're in the same stage or in the same time together, we're all going through different things. And say Haley does get a baby one day. I'm going to be so excited for her. Say you guys do something that you've been working for. We're going to be so excited. Mm -hmm. But it's just if you want that relationship to continue, you figure out how to make it work. And if it's not, this is where I went back into, if it's just, if it's more problem, if it's more heaviness than it is um, just excited to get together with some friends, maybe that's not a friendship that you want to hold on to. But if it is, you'll figure it out. That's with relationships too. Like there's hiccups in everything that we go through every person that we encounter there's always going to be a hiccup it's just figuring out how to make sure that you get out on the other side of it um for sure it's it'll take work from both parties too so if if you're say Haley, and I'm using Haley as an example and I've been using her just because I know that again she wants to go into a mom and and that's something that I have another girlfriend that has two children and she's a single mom and it's really hard but her and I both always keep in contact we both try and make it work Um, it's very rare it's here and there Um, but the same thing with Haley like when she has babies and we're just gonna have to make it work one day she might be like you know what Catherine I'm sick of making it work with your schedule like peace out she better not (laughs) I'm gonna take a baby (laughs) I'm gonna catch a kidnapping charge before anything's even born (laughs) I didn't hear that (laughs) wasn't me Raphael's not home it's fine well and it also goes to say like you outgrow people Sometimes your best friends, like think of high school, college, it's like you outgrow them and it's not a bad thing. It's just that you're growing and they're growing and you don't always grow together in any relationship. Any of them. And yeah, quality over quantity. Yes. Sure. Yes. I have a solid group of gals. Um, I wanted to bring up something because I know you just said school. I want to touch on this because I think it's very important when I think of girlfriends I see on TikTok all the time like these weddings with 20 freaking bridesmaids mm-hmm. I know I'm like that's, that's a lot I don't even have that many like people I know I don't think <laughs> I'm like I can't even text back two people much less 20 like how yeah. do you do it but Raphael and I when we got married he had six groomsmen five because one of them dropped and I had four and I remember being like Oh my God, is this about to be embarrassing standing up there with less? Did you guys have the same amount? No, we didn't. We didn't. We had, so I was in nursing school and I, whenever you're in that stage, again, in that stage of nursing school, those are my close friends at the time. Some of them I still talk to, some of them I don't, but they were my bridesmaids at the time because that's who I was close to. That was the life I was living in that moment. Um, I had five and Coast actually had two. Okay. So so you had more. I had more. And okay. we had two of the girls walk down together and then my brother took two of them. So we made it work. I think we're also focused on the aesthetic. So it's like, yeah. it's hard because we're also focused on like, we yeah. need everything to match, but I didn't have the same amount. So when I see the girls with like 20 bridesmaids, I kind of look into their life because I was like, how? And almost every single time it's a college. Mm-hmm. They're like friends. They either were in the same sorority. It was they played sports. It's always college. Yeah. I think a lot of girlfriends die off after high school. If you have a high school girlfriend that's remained since high school, give yourself a pat on the back because that's 
huge. For that sure. is insane. That's work on you and your friend. Yes. Not only have you had to make it through high school, then you had to make it through your college stage if one went or if both went, whatever. Then you got to get into the workforce. Then people start dating. Then you start making new friends. That's a lot to make it through. So if you have a high school girlfriend, pat yourself on the back and send this to her, please, (laughs) because we need to tell you guys that. But college is where you're really starting to find yourself. And I didn't really do the normal college experience. Um, Did you? You, No. No, you didn't either. No, my college experience was terrible. Same. I dropped out. <laughs> she went for her master's. <laughs> I dropped out, then went back, then dropped out, then went back. <laughs> and now is a doctor. Almost. Um, almost. Anyways, so that's when I I always try to compare. I'm like, why am I a bad girl? Like, am I not a naughty? Is it me? Am I the problem? <laughs> am I the problem? But I always look at it. It's, it's always the girls that went to college and got that. Not like a um, not went to college and lived at home, but like you lived in a dorm, you lived in a sorority, like really nitty gritty on the ground in a university, running the streets with each other. Friday, Saturdays, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all the days that ended in a Y. And I love that for them. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I love that they have those bonds and those relationships and there can be a big group of them. I don't know how the hell they keep up with it, but. I have this sort of jealousy and I'm like, should I have gone to university? Like, but then I just got to stop myself and be like, you know what? The quality over quantity, not saying that 20 girls can't be very quality driven people and great morals and values. Maybe, maybe not. It's not my business. Um, But really just making sure your support group, no matter how large or small is all you need. Um, Obviously, having 20 friends, you have 20 different people to go to with anything that comes up. So you probably like I guarantee you two people in that friend group have lost a parent and you can relate there. I don't got that. So whatever. But I, I, I think it's important to not judge off of other people and looking and being like, how do you have so many friends? What's wrong with me? Why do I not have this many friends? Because I genuinely do think that sometimes I'm like, what? Did, am I just a bitch? Like, what happened? Because you internalizing everything. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's people in general. Like, we internalize what we see. And when you're in college, that's like a really intense time of your life. And if those people are, have your back in that moment, it's kind of like your ride or die. And then yeah. you continue to stay, like, in a group. If you live close together, there's a lot of factors. But I agree with you. When I see those people, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, man, I have no friends. Man. I'm like, I have no friends. Man. You open the text from my mom and my Man, husband. I need a margarita, man. <laughs> like that too. Me and my margarita. Down <gasps> here in Margaritaville. My dad used to love that song. Um, I love a margarita or two. What do you think about friends that don't have the same morals and values as you do? What do you do? That's a really tough one because <sighs> – if it doesn't, I feel like as long as the friends can talk about it and have a really productive conversation of, hey, tell me why you feel that way. And you can be respectful of each other's boundaries and each other's morals and be respectful and still understand the other person, not saying that you agree, then the friendship can last. But if it's something that it's like, I, if you like the color red and that's something that's like my cutoff, then you have to end the friendship because eventually it's going to get worse and worse because as we age, we get more stuck in our ways. Mm-hmm. And so if the morals bother you now or if something bothers you now and you just let it go, it's going to bother you tomorrow. It's going to bother you a year from now. It's forever. It's going to bother you forever. I'm opposite. I don't even waste time on people that have different morals and values because I think that's – so love you. <laughs> <I think laughs> so we have the same morals and values? Great. <laughs> 
Something that's important to me is not wasting time anymore. I think there's something that's just, it hit me in my life. I don't know if it was, it was actually before my dad had even passed of like, any new relationship being built is exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. Especially like say, say you build it, right? And then you're like, ooh, you're maybe not who I thought you were. I've had a lot of those girlfriends and they could probably say the same about me. Um, but cutting off a friendship is a lot of hard work too. Mm-hmm. And then, so to me, I'm like, right away, I'm like, if I, if I, not sitting here saying like, who do you vote for? What religion do you believe in? Like, it's not an interview. But you kind of can read people really mm-hmm. fast. And if I'm like, uh, we just aren't aligned. I don't even put in the energy. I can kind of just like, okay, nice to meet ya. Yeah, like your intuition is there for a reason. So follow yeah. it. Yeah. So if you have that bad feeling and you're like, you know what? I just don't know if this is like my friend. That's okay. You can be acquaintances. You just don't have to be the close friend of like, I'm going to call you at 10 p.m. And if you don't answer, I'm going to keep calling you. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's people that come and go seasons. seasons. I mean, it's just what it is. Seasons. Situational very situational (laughs) I kind of want to touch on how like friendship breakups because they're freaking hard I feel like a friendship breakup is almost worse than a relationship breakup it's hard and I'm so bad at it I'm so bad at it they tear me apart dead ass losing a girlfriend is really hard but I think that's why I'm very very like to get in it takes a lot because I'm like once you're in I'm fucked because you ain't going nowhere and I'm not going nowhere but that's a good thing because it's like you know what you're looking for in a friendship and if you open your doors up and you're like hey I'm gonna we're gonna be friends like for us it was easy it was natural where we align in a lot of different things actually we align on pretty much everything except for bedtime I stay up way later than her this bitch is psycho (gasps) she'll go to bed at like 4 a.m and it's 7 a.m I'm like (laughs) Savannah how do you sleep my parents called me the energizer buddy my whole life and this is exactly why but I do think that having like your guard up is always important because there are people that take advantage for the wrong reason and breaking up with a friend is hard but it's going to benefit you in the future because it's going to hurt you more if you don't do it if you know it's not yeah true for you I mean we talk about toxicity a lot and I'm really huge into that if you're feeling again if it's if it's leaving you with less in your cup than it is filling you you don't want to be in that friendship um Haley and I kind of went through this phase and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm not saying cut them off for good if it's someone that you truly love um Raphael kind of talked about this of like holding them accountable so I was in a really really bad relationship previously and Haley was there before it and now after it but during that relationship I came to her time and time and time again and she kept seeing the abuse and was like you gotta get out and I was like but I love him and um she kind of left me for a while there and that hurt because I was like, of all people, Hills, mm-hmm. I was like, I needed you. And she was like, but I couldn't keep enabling everything that you were going through. Which props to Haley because that's yeah, hard too. It's for hard. Sure. So when her and I first kind of got back together and we like met up and I started talking to her about like everything that was going on, I was like, hey, at first I was really hurt um, because obviously I'm like, you kind of left me in a time where I felt like I really needed you. But I think now looking back, she did me a service. Uh, she said you know what your worth is more and I can see it if you can't that's on you but like right now I need to take a step away and I respect that I don't feel like there's anything that the three of us could go through that I would maybe walk away from you guys at this point just because it's the fact of like I think I've gone through one of my hardest things that I've ever had to go through and I realize how much your support system really gets you through I literally have told them like you guys have kept me afloat the last seven months almost holy shit um I don't even know today's date. We're, I think we're pushing seven months. What's today's date? May 23rd. 
Oh, fuck. Yeah, we're definitely getting close. Seven months, though. And I'm like, I've literally put my all into these girls to be like, hey, like, and my husband of like, this sucks. Because, I mean, my family's kind of all going through it. And I feel weird calling my brothers or my mm-hmm. mom and being like, because it's to them, it's it's almost like they're they're healing on their own. So at that time of loss, you kind of lean to the people who aren't necessarily hurting in the same mm-hmm. ways that your family is. Um, So what was I going with that? I was going somewhere. I don't know, but I loved it. <laughs> But to your point, it's like... Do you think I'm like, pretty? I think you're pretty. You're kind <laughs> of cute. cute. You're kind of cute. I think, to your point, it's like there's times in your life when your friends need you more. So all of us support Lyft because we know that if we need that too, you would be there. Yes. And so you have to have that. I know where my points were going. I, mean, I was connecting I, them for you. I, I was saying, what I was saying was, <laughs> Haley took a step back because that was what I needed at the time. There's going to be things where I go through and it's like you, if you back up, I'm going to kill you. Like if you back up, then keep it moving. Cause I like, I like my dad's loss. Like nobody took a step back. If anything, everyone like came so tight and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I was almost like they were literally getting me through the day. You were overwhelmed with my texts. Yeah. Like even just waking up and opening your eyes. It's just like, I can't do this today. But they would call and be like, Hey, like let's do something today. Or, Mm -hmm. um, so there are times where if a girlfriend walks away from you, and it's a friend that you really, really, really thought was your strongest friend. Take a look at why they're walking away, especially because if you put that trust in them to be your best friend and you're going through some shit or, or you're in a bad space and they walk away, maybe take a look in the mirror. But if it goes opposite and you're like, you know what, I've done nothing wrong. Like I really needed your support and you're nowhere around. That's maybe take a look at them and, and your circle. A lot of questions were people asking like how to deal with your friendship breakups. And I know we had kind of touched on that. Um, but I think let's talk about Winston's gone. Mm-hmm. How did you rebuild after losing like a really close girlfriend? You know, the sad thing is, is like looking back at like all of my friendships, if I really like dig deep at my friendships, there's not someone that would be, I could look back and be like, they were my ride or die. Like I could call them with anything. There was always pieces that I kept from everyone because there was so much hurt in my past relationships. So for me, it wasn't when I, when a friendship ended, I, which this sounds terrible, but like, I didn't care because it was also more work on me. I felt like always, cause that's the people pleaser in me. So I felt like I was always giving and that was, so when a friendship ended, I was like, all right, well, cool. Bye. Whereas as now I'm older and I've kind of cultivated my circle, my circle, it's like, you realize that I'm crooked. <laughs> they have your back and that I, I, if our friendship ended, how I would handle it is I have no clue. I would dead ass. I if would, I were to lose, I have no clue. I don't know what I would do at this point. I think, um, something that's kind of, and this is again, your opposite in of, I've always overshared, but something that was always funny to me is when I was in a really bad stage in my life, being with a really bad boyfriend, because I've had two ma- like I've had two boyfriends before Raphael, and I would hide stuff from my girlfriends because there was shit going on that you just you hide, especially when you're dating mm-hmm. someone shitty. Now me and Raphael, we're so strong. It doesn't mean we don't have our hiccups once again, but I tell them everything. Raphael's like, stop telling them this stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. I think if you're hiding stuff from your people, either you have the wrong people again. So look at your people. If you're hiding stuff from your friends, look at your people and be like, why am I hiding something Mm -hmm. from you? Or 
you could say, why am I hiding something from you? And if you're doing something wrong that you can't share with your friends, well, then that's on you. For sure. So I think it's it's really a two-way street of any friendship. You either need to look at your circle or look at yourself of if anything's going on. And that's with any relationship. Again, it could be with your mom. You're disagreeing with your mom. And it'd be like, well, what are we fighting over? Okay, is it her fault? Is it my fault? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's we're huge in accountability of just like really just looking in the freaking mirror and being like, I had this conversation with um, somebody. I'm going to keep this very vague. And uh, she was talking about, like, her anxiety and how she'll take it out on her boyfriend. And I said, at the end of the day, it's not your boyfriend's fault. Like, mm-hmm. this is your fault. Um, so you need to look in the mirror. If he's giving you no reason to think anything's up or he's cheating, but you're putting it out there, it's almost – if you're creating your own stuff mm-hmm. and then putting it out there and being like – say I'm like, oh, Savannah's, I don't know, talking shit about me. And she's like, huh? I'm – creating that problem i need to deal with myself if savannah's out there talking shit i'm gonna be like you know what like I'm talking mad shit <laughs> yeah yeah really though actually you're just a clout chaser <laughs> you know that's me over here that's just me um a lot of oh my god you this is a great question great oh i love oh. this one. Oh, i just got so excited i just got so nervous fomo how to accept Fuck. that your BFF has another BFF and handle the stress slash loneliness of that? Why are you directing that at me? <laughs> huh? Savannah's the worst when it comes to this. This is where I literally have looked at Savannah and I said, Bestie, I'm not replacing you, okay? <laughs> well, and that goes again into my past friendships and the trauma of bringing that past drama into new friendships of being okay I have been left out so many times and I went to a really small private school like my graduating class was 13 so everyone knew everyone's shit and it was just like you didn't get a chance to grow because you were with each other from seventh grade to graduation and so for me being having past friendships I brought in that trauma of like okay I have been left in friendships I have been part of three where it's all of a sudden I'm not in that friend group anymore and that sucks being that third person who's like on the outside because their yeah. bond of 10 years is stronger, but growing and learning. It's like, if you're not happy for that person and their friendship and their bond, then you're not a true friend. So when she's with Haley, like I'm like, awesome. You guys are having fun. Or when she's going to an event, it's like good for you. I hope you have fun and being that supportive, encouraging person, because that's what your friend needs. And that's what a true friend would do. That being said though, I still have FOMO. Like FOMO is a oh, real thing. FOMO is so real. <laughs> she'll be, I'll be like, come and she'll be like, sorry, I can't really gotta get homework done it's every she'll be calling no. me all night are you okay are you having fun i'm so jealous like, i know i'm like are you even doing your homework no <laughs> i'm just waiting for you to post on instagram i'm like oh my god but also it goes to like every time you say no you have to take those repercussions so like some of the things i've said no to i still regret and so now i'm like i don't say no i just go every yeah. single time yeah, we're not even going to talk about that. This Timberwolves <laughs> game, I bought tickets for my my cousin Savannah. She was graduating, and I ended up buying four because you had to buy them in twos or fours, right? And Savannah wanted to go. Other Savannah. And uh, so we're like, okay. So then I bought the fourth ticket anyways because I was like, I have to buy the fourth. So I was like, you're coming. I still have yet to tell her how much these tickets fucking cost me. And she was like, I thought they were for free. I was like, no. And it was the best game ever. It literally was. I lost my voice. It was the best game ever. Um, something I wanted to bring back and we go back into seasons and reasons. And what's funny to me is Savannah's my FOMO friend of like, she gets this sense of like, you still love me, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I still love you. But what's funny is you're the most, you're the heaviest in that. 
but you're the newest and you do the most with me. <laughs> so I'm like, if, if like, say Haley, for example, anytime I'll be like, yeah, like, where do we go? And oh, it was, I brought Savannah to a Sigma event with me. And oh, Haley yeah. was like, thanks for the invite. I was like, babe, you hate being recognized. You hate talking to strangers. I'm like, if you just want the free makeup, here you go. And she's like, no, you're so right. And I'm like, you also start to learn your friends too mm-hmm. of like, sometimes it's not about like, oh yeah, Haley's been around longer or my mom's been around and wants to go. It's, it's really who's going to go in that room. And also because especially doing what I do now, like I can't walk into an event with someone that's, um, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Not saying Haley would do that. I think she could definitely fake it till she makes it, but you genuinely enjoy not even like the the PR package that you get. You don't, both of us are like, oh, there's a package. Okay. On our way out. They're like, here, don't forget your bag. And we're like, we just loved being in the room. We loved talking to people. Um, we just loved networking. You're yeah. a very big networker, especially doing what you do. Yeah. The social there's, aspect. I love it. Yeah. But even like your professional career, people mm-hmm. are like, one, they'll follow, they, like, like they follow you because they have seen me mm-hmm. and they've seen me post you. So they kind of already know what you do. Or when she meets new people, they're like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, well, and she gets all. new clients from it. I'm sure you've probably gotten a couple clients just from being oh, out and sure. about. Yeah. For sure. I am always like, yeah, if you think I'm pretty, it's because of her. And then I'll be like, do you want to meet Savannah? You're like, she's right here, actually. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> funny fact, $10 off your first service. Actually, that was a joke. I don't know if that's true. You actually get $50 off your first service. $50 so off. If you mentioned my name with Nurse Savannah Brennan at the Lifetime Medi Spa in St. Louis Park right off of whatever road i don't know the road i'm terrible with directions i'm gonna say are you gonna fill in for me it's here five five two five cedar lake road that's all i know cedar lake road <laughs> okay hashtag fifty dollars off Catherine clutch <laughs> do i get fifty dollars off sure whatever you want honey <laughs> okay you know what go see anybody else <laughs> um i do want to talk about that in another topic uh, a couple months down the road i don't want it to be like within the next few weeks but i do want to talk about um one, your profession, I want you to give a little bit of advice on to like your story or whatever you want to give. That is one thing I actually will say. I told Hannah last night. Hannah's not my hair girl. Shout out to Hannah. I actually have two. Both Hannahs. Both Hannahs. Shout out to both Hannahs. Hannah one does my cuts and Hannah two does my coloring. But Hannah one came out to the event last night. So I guess I haven't, I, we literally just jumped into this topic. I got a burp. Excuse you. Ooh, wow. Right into the microphone. I heard that from here. Santino, 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 Santino. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, Hannah one, Hannah Haircutter was at this event last night that we had had at Handsome Hog. Um, we literally just jumped right into the episode and didn't even get like a life update. So Handsome Hog released a drink in honor of my dad. We threw a little bit of an event there. Hannah came last night and I got this PR package from Kirastas and Hannah was like, oh my God, let me give, give you, give me all the lineup. I'm going to write out how to use it. I said, Hannah, no. <laughs> I was like, I tell Savannah this all the time. It's a little different because we are your guys' clients. So like, yes, you give your clients some knowledge. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. Back when I was in banking, I would be like, this is how you save for the next 30 days until you come back next month. No more Amazon purchases. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> back to schedule programming. I tell people all the time, your knowledge is so – you paid how much to go to school? I don't even want to know. Don't answer that on camera. Yeah, I, I didn't I do the math, know. and I'm not going to do the math. I tell people this all the time, like – because originally – and this is going full circle back into mm-hmm. how we originally started. I was like, hey, Shamana, how many units do I need? With no intentions to even really go to her. 
right? At originally. Like, yeah. Sorry. I love you so much. Honestly, that's so common though, especially in this industry because it's kind of like price shopping. But you do, she does that. She'll mm-hmm. be like, someone will be like, hey, can I get a skincare routine? She will spend an hour. She'll be like, how's, what's your skin type? What do you use? What's your acne levels? Blah, 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 blah. And this bitch will live in like Idaho. And I'm like, Savannah, she's never going to come to you. Like, why are you spending an hour of your time? Which I get, especially being on social media. It's, I don't know. So it, but I've learned a lot from you in that sense. Cause it's like, for me, I grew up with the lesson of you help people where you can, which all of us do. And then it's like, you don't say no if you don't have a real reason. So for me, I'm a yes person. And I'm like, I agree. I agree. But there's the boundaries. Again, I'm still learning my boundaries. And it's not only that you work two jobs. You're trying to grow your social medias. You're still in school. You're married. You're a brand new homeowner. You're a dog mom. And she's like, yeah, I got to take an hour to make a skincare regimen from (laughs) someone in Nebraska. And I'm like, Bessie, no, you don't. Like, no, you really don't. Like, I keep telling her at this point, which I go so opposite because normally I'm like, stay up with your DMs. Like, Mm -hmm. get in there, engage with people in your DMs. At this level, I can't, but... Back at that stage of like w- that level, it, you it's very important to engage back and keep up with your DMs. But I'm like, this where I was saying is I want a whole episode on this because I think um, it's really important to just to just talk about professions. And I think a lot of people give out free knowledge, especially on social media. Um, and there again, there's boundaries of like mm-hmm. knowledge is powerful, and there's certain things that you should share. But there's other things where I'm like, Spana, like. And again, I was telling Hannah this last night. I was like, Hannah, it would take you like an hour to describe everything and tell me. I was like, I'm not paying you for that hour. Why are you giving me that hour free? And she's like, well, because I love this. And I was like, but protect your knowledge because it was not free. You can be passionate while still protecting. Yes. Which even my size, which is small, because very small compared to you. Everybody tell her that your size is... We're not comparing. We're not. You compared, have a lot but, of followers, but even at the, she has almost seven thousand followers on Instagram, and she's been working her ass off to beat seven thousand. But Raphael's got more than her right now. We're not gonna talk about that right now because it's a very sensitive topic for everyone. Me. Go follow Savannah. <laughs> I have to beat Raphael. Okay, <laughs> I have to beat Raphael. But I always tell you, you have a lot of followers. But yes, I definitely do, and I'm so thankful for each and every one of them because my life is so insane. So there's some days, weeks where I'm like, I'm not present, but you're still here, and I love and appreciate each and every one of them. Yeah. And even at my size, it's hard to answer DMs. And for me, I felt that pull where I would have a reminder on my phone every single night to answer DMs. And it became a point where I was like, I can't. Like, I'm so depleted that I don't even enjoy it. And that's where a friend being honest, challenging you, saying, hey, you don't have to answer those. Before we had that real conversation and having someone help me from that that aspect of, like, social media and that career, because I don't have any other people that love it in my life it's like oh okay that's good to know because you just kind of go and you're like I'm supposed to interact I'm supposed to respond yeah which I love to respond when I can but having someone challenge you in a friend group saying hey you don't have to do that it's like oh thank you yeah I actually needed that thank yeah, you you really don't yeah obviously keep up with your d de- again we'll get into this but um I thought it was kind of comical that Hannah had brought that up last night she was like oh I'll do a whole list right after everything. I left too I'm like I was like yeah you missed her I by know. like 10 seconds Shout out to Hannah. I love her. Um, I also, I wanted to do a quick shout out to this girl named Morgan. She had came up weird. Hannah just liked my story. That's Are you really watching weird. Hannah? Um, so yeah, Hannah, can you hear us, Hannah? Hannah's going to be like, get my name out of your mouth, you freaks. Um, she's literally the cutest human being I've ever seen. So she's sweet. at Blonde Deluxe in, um, did they move? They moved into Minneapolis. Oh, I'm I don't just going to say Minneapolis is. as a vague. Because she used to be in a diner, yeah. right? Um, so I absolutely love her I've actually gotten a couple different brand I've gotten a brand deal offer from a pretty big hair chain place 
and it was pretty good money. And I was like, no, because I love Hannah. And I told Hannah about this. She was like, you're lying. I was like, no, I'm dead ass serious. Raphael like saw the deal and he was like, wait, can I go? He's like, I'll go get a haircut. And I was like, no, it doesn't work. That I actually did count. I was like, I told my manager, I was like, can we counter with Raphael? And they had said yeah. no. But I was like, I literally love Hannah this much. I tell everyone to go to Hannah. You don't go there yet, but it's fine. She's loyal to her gal. Right. Sorry, Hannah. You, you find your people. You find your people. Literally. And it's like when you trust them, you're trusting them with your whole look. Yeah. Like that's another thing. And again, this goes off of community. And I know I have a very powerful community behind me, but I really encourage people to find their own in whatever way that may look like for you. But what's funny is a year and a half ago, no, a year ago, I had just gotten married. Hadley. Two seconds. We're almost done. Um, anyways, this was, I had, um, I put on Instagram. I almost said Facebook. <laughs> even use facebook we did just become facebook friends though <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> we're real friends now <laughs> I, I <can't> really <laughs> it's facebook official oh my god <sighs> anyways i posted on instagram i said i'm looking for a new haircut a butt or a hair care girl haircut girl because the girl that i was going to at the time she didn't do cuts and i wanted to chop my hair i wanted someone that specialized in cutting because i feel like my hair is so thick but very thin whatever Tell us all about your hair, girl. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> I posted, I'm looking for a new girl that, or I'm looking for a new person that does hair care or haircuts and they specialize in haircuts. A ton of people actually said Hannah. And um, I looked at her page and she was a follower. And I was like, oh my God, I love supporting people who support me. I've just been always extremely passionate about that with anything and everything that we do. But she unfollowed me, okay? <laughs> yeah, this, okay, I unfollowed all injectors because I was like, you know what, I'm never getting my lips done. Anyways, that was, it was one time. You unfollowed me three times in a week on TikTok. Do you really want to get technical here? <laughs> Sorry about that. TikTok You're in love. I will win this war, okay? <laughs> Anyways, TikTok doesn't, whatever. Anyways, so even just right there, so that's how I met Hannah. I'm sitting in Hannah's chair and I'm looking at Hannah's business cards. And I was like, oh my God, those photos are fire. She's like, oh yeah, her name is Lexi. So I go find Lexi on Instagram. Lexi's now our photographer. We love Lexi. We love Lexi. Literally love Lexi. So last night, Savannah and I are there. Lexi shows up. Hannah shows up. Lexi was on the way leaving. Savannah had just left. Lexi was about to leave. Hannah comes in. Lexi sees Hannah and is there longer than we left before they even left. Lexi was literally still there. But right there, there was three friendships built off of just a, a word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, and now you guys all and like Haley now goes to Hannah. Um, you now use Lexi as like your photographer mm -hmm. for your own personal stuff. Lexi's done Haley's bridal shower. So like these these people are all incorporated and we're all friends. And it's so amazing because, again, it literally started with just me posting. I'm looking for a hair girl. Yeah. And now there's many relationships that have been built, um, which is absolutely phenomenal. It's the whole point. I think it's it's very important to know that it's okay if if other girlfriends meet each other and become closer friends. Mm -hmm. um, it'll sting, yeah. But at the end of the day, I believe that we're all vessels here and we're all supposed to meet each other for different reasons, different seasons and reasons. Um, but I really, I love that we're all integrated and I love that we could all be on one patio and be like, oh my God. And we're all just like, hey. Um, and there might like, say for example, Lexi and Haley never met each other, but Haley and Hannah knew each other and no Savannah. And it just, it just feels more organic and more, it's easier to kind of 
mesh. Mesh. Yeah. Thank you. And once you've cultivated your circle, anyone you bring in, usually they jive really well well because you've cultivated your circle. And that's the beautiful thing about bringing in like Lexi. I met both of them because of Catherine and it was like connected right away because that pre-screening where it's like, hey, I like this person. They're great. They're fun. And the personalities just go, which is so fun because you can just pick up the conversation anywhere. Yeah. What were you saying about Morgan though? Oh, okay. So Morgan is someone I actually used to work with. Um, They were there. I think you had already left. And she was like, I'm actually moving to Tampa. And I was like, it's funny because I haven't seen them since I worked with them five, six years ago. I don't even know. At first I was like, I recognize you guys, but I don't know from where. And they're they're like, actually, we worked with you at the bank. And I was like, oh, funny. Um, But Morgan's moving to Tampa this Thursday. And she was like, can you talk about moving across the country? Because she had known that I've moved across the country and building new friends. And I had told her, I was like, there's a couple things of advice that I have to give you. If you lose friends from back home, so many people move states thinking they're going to they're gonna be friends with their kindergarten bestie that they've been friends with their whole life. It's not true. Maybe. And maybe you'll be able to catch up wherever you left off when they visit you or when you visit back home. But don't expect it. Just always come in with the mindset of building new friendships. That's mm-hmm. the most important. Try not to, to what is the word, um, force? Try not to hold on to the old. Try not to. Blah, 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 blah. Are you glitching? Barely. <laughs> Try not to force it to. What work? is the word? Dwindle. What is the word? Try not to. Hey. You're mathing, mathing right now. <laughs> what is the word? There's a word where it's like you're trying not to hold on to the. Anyways. Try not to force the old friendships to stay alive. Comment on the video if you know the word that she's talking about. Santino, can you actually just cut that all out? Because I look like I literally need a medication to get through the day. Honestly, I probably do at this point. Um, Hashtag my Vyvanse is not in the system yet. Or your coffee, to be honest. Right. No, okay. So what I was telling Morgan, I was just like, just don't expect those friendships to just keep on keeping on. They might if you go home and they come to visit you, like – pick up where you left off type shit, but don't God, I literally want to use the word so bad. And it's like right at the tip of my tongue. Don't I w- dwindle. Don't, is that, it's not no, that. Cause I would think like force, like don't force it to work. Like there's a, what's it when you're like, fuck me in the asshole. <laughs> don't cut that. Cut that. <laughs> oh my God. Dead ass. What am I trying to say? I need to like, I literally, I physically cannot let this go. Do you want to coffee? <laughs> Do not. Explain it to me. Don't like. Dwell. Don't dwell. Why is dwindle. I... Don't dwindle. <laughs> what is, don't, what don't does dwindle, dwindle even mean? Google. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri. What does dwindle mean? She didn't hear me. It's fine. She Anyways. never listens. <laughs> okay. We're going to go back. Santino that can definitely be bloopers but let's cut all of that please because <laughs> that was embarrassing so Morgan was telling me she's moving across the country and I said don't dwell too hard on your past relationships focus more on building the new ones get down there and get into new environments go to the library mm-hmm. go to a bar go to the trivia nights go to the um park rent a kayak like there's gonna be other girls that you'll see out and about give a smile and just start yeah. start there um but don't dwell too hard on like oh my god savannah's back home and like i haven't talked to her in three days because at the end of the day you're building a whole new life and that starts with letting go of the past 
sometimes people will continue on, but don't, don't force that relationship. Don't force it because it's all, you know, the entire reason of moving is mm-hmm. to build something new. And I really, really believe that moving across the country and leaving everything in the past, I really had that mindset of like, these friends will be with me forever. We had plans to like visit each other. We would FaceTime every once in a while and it kind of fizzled. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I feel like it would have fizzled even if we were in the same state, but it also, they would have held me back because it's all I knew. And I didn't know who I wanted to be because I was in the same space in the same state with the same people since I was five. And we all kind of just grew, but you go to college, you get married and you're done. Like that's just kind of the mindset of like my hometown, not saying that everyone did that, but I wouldn't be who I am today without getting out and trying new things and meeting new friends and really kind of finding who I am as a person pushed me to find a circle that also pushes me as a person. We push each other, um, getting out. And I told Morgan, I was like, I'm so proud of you for making that life change. That's huge for sure. And And growing's uncomfortable. Like growing is super uncomfortable, but you can't get to where you're supposed to be if you don't grow. If you're stagnant, you're going to eventually look back and be like, I did nothing or I didn't grow and all my friends are doing their own thing because each person is going to go live their own life. Like you have to continue to live your life and don't let anyone hold you back because then you start to resent and then it's a whole nother spiral. Yeah. I saw this theory or it was a video on TikTok and this girl was reading this book. I don't know who she is, so I can't give credit where credit is due, but she was reading this book. I don't even know the name of the book, but she was explaining that there's a stage in your life where you live okay right here's you living and then you have like an epiphany right and you're not who you want to be at the time right now sorry the dogs are barking and I'm not if you can hear them I'm sorry so she you have this stage of life where you're at and then you have a vision of your future right the the middle ground could be a month from the first move that you're ready to make right you know right now where you're at in life you're not happy with but you have a vision it could be a month that it'll take you to kind of like figure out how to get to that new life, it could take 10 years. But that growing space is going to be the most uncomfortable time because you know you have to make changes. It's just how long are you going to take to get to that future you? And I thought that was so important because that is such a horrible stage. When it's all you know and you have no other sights, you have no other visions, you have no other mindset, you don't give a fuck because you're like, oh, I'm just living life. But when you're like, ooh, you know what? I don't want to be this person anymore. How do I get to here? Mm-hmm. Finding your new circle of like people of being like, hey, Savannah, this is what I want to do. And and really even just sitting down at a table and you can even be like, hey, Catherine, this is something I want to do. Someone somewhere always has an answer. We had had this at, I was with a meeting and I had talked about this last week of, I had brought up, she had brought up real estate. And then I was like, oh my God, my husband and I want to get into that. And we started talking about that. It, it literally just sparks with, this is what I want to do. Just at a random yeah. table, you'd be like, yeah, this is what I'm looking to do. Someone at the next table over might be like, oh my God, I have someone for you. Um, you really have to know yourself and what your goals are to be able to do that. So if you don't know who you are as a person, find, like figure figure it out. Go and, go and test things. If you're like, hey, I kind of want to try swimming, go try it. You don't know until you try. And you'll fail multiple times. I still fail on the daily, but you don't know until you try. And then you can say, okay, I did it. And it's going to propel you forward, which is, I think, so important. And you're going to have roadblocks. This is where I'm going to tell her you never fail. Okay. I definitely think the only time anyone can ever fail is exactly like I said. If you're standing in a spot knowing you want to get somewhere else and you do nothing to get there, that's failure. Mm -hmm. I think if you put a foot forward and you try, getting through the day is a win in my book. Oh, for sure. Especially if you're putting even a centimeter forward to get to a different life that you're wanting to live. I really truly believe 
you don't have, I mean, your dreams are different than my dreams. I don't have the same dreams in my mind because that's not the life that I'm supposed to have for myself. That's not the life God gave me. I have these visions of my own future because that's something that the universe, God, whatever you believe in, put in me because mm-hmm. that's the seed that I'm supposed to be growing for my lifetime. Same with you. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people get caught up of like, God, I should be doing this, this, and this because my girlfriends are doing it. No, if you have a passion for something, chase that. Your mm-hmm. girlfriend should be very proud of you. Again, I go back into Haley wants to be a mom. I'll be so proud because that means that she got the life that she envisioned for herself and she wanted. When you hit your goals and you do what you want to do, I'm going to be so excited because that's, it's not a competition. Yeah. Because my vision for my life is not the same that you have and it's not the same that Haley has. It's really just making sure to, to stop being in a competitive field and being in a supportive field for everything that you do. Support yourself. Support your friends. Don't take any day as a failure. Every day here on earth is a win. Um, and if you do, like, I think if you make it competitive – then you're not going to be able to reach your potential either. So it's like, you're not going to get to where you need to be and you're going to be stuck and you're going to hit that roadblock. And it's like, why am I keep hitting these roadblocks? Really challenge yourself to be like, is this for me? Is this something I want? Or is it because I'm around a bunch of people who maybe want that for me? Like for me, my whole life, my dad was like, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a doctor. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, no, I'm not. And you're not. here I am in NP school. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, you have to really figure it out for yourself and what you want for your life because otherwise you won't succeed because it's not meant for you. So I think really internalizing being like, this is who I am, figuring out who you are because then you can offer your best self to everything around you. Yeah. I really go back into also if just because, say, Savannah's going to be a doctor, right? That's insane. It is insane. That is insane. (gasps) But I'm never going to sit here and be like, say my only goal in life was to be a stay-at-home mom and that's my dream. That's okay. Just because she's a doctor and I'm a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean anything's anyone's better or worse than the other. It's that you followed your dreams, I followed mine. Like, that should be what it's all about. We might not have – you might go find another friend who can maybe relate to your, your doctor life or I might find mom friends. You find It doesn't mean we can't be friends. It's just ages. Yes. It's just finding other people. And sometimes it's good to have a, an opposite. Sometimes it's good to have friends that are similar – um, just really finding your group to support you. I know this episode's going to go really long. We've talked forever. We can talk forever. <laughs> so let's kind of wrap this up. Um, follow us on Instagram. I have my main page and then I also did do, I started the, I think I'm human Two page. So if you want to follow that podcast page, we will post, um, our part two on there. So we normally, I say this every episode, I open up a questionnaire on Instagram Anything that we missed, anything you want us to cover in a part two, I'll most likely have her back for a part two. Here's something that's exciting though. Sunday we leave for Mexico and normally I post the question boxes on Sundays. We record on Mondays slash Tuesdays and the episode goes live Thursdays. This episode will be live this coming Thursday. Sunday we leave for Mexico. So I don't know necessarily yet if I want to bring the podcast stuff to Mexico. I'm kind of thinking if I can make it work, I think it would be dope to do one in Mexico. You guys want to come to Mexico? (laughs) You want to come to Mexico? Get your passports. No passports needed, actually. Really? For not for you, oh. but I meant for them. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, really? Wait, no, you need. Please don't forget your password. I have my password. <laughs> she was, She would bring it anyways. Um, so I'm kind of debating if we're either gonna take a week off and get back to filming the following week, or if we bring it to Mexico. Stay tuned. I'll announce that on Instagram probably this coming weekend. If I can make it work, I think it would be so cool to like. I might even fun. Yeah, I think it'd be cool, but packing all this and say god forbid if it gets lost i would be who i would be so heated yeah 
Um, so I guess we'll kind of figure it out from there. That's but, an episode in itself for sure. Right. Anything that you want to touch on? Any last? No. I Follow think- her on Instagram. Get her past Raphael. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you guys all had really great questions though. Being a, honestly, making new friends is tough. Like it is really tough. You have to be vulnerable, which I think is really, really hard, but just go in with an open mind, go out and do things that you love and you'll eventually find your people. I mean, yeah, we met in the weirdest way, but now I can't imagine my life without her. And I tell her more than really anyone. I know. I won't let her get to her head. I promise. I'll humble her. (laughs) Maybe a little. (laughs) I think something that's important. I always try to wrap up every episode of like, we're all humans, right? Whenever, and this can go even in dating. Um, we're all vulnerable. We all are emotional. Men, women, the girls and the gays, all of us. We go through the same shit in different scenarios, different cases, but we're all human. We all have to keep a guard up, but also keep it down. I think it's very, mm-hmm. I'm a very, um, I'm very level-headed. That's the Libra in me. So like there's a lot of give and take in my life, but I do think it's very important to always have your guard up to a certain extent to not just let anybody and everybody in, but also be open enough to be, I don't know. To allow new people to come in. Yeah. Because if you're closed off and if you're sitting at a bar with your arms crossed, looking down at your phone, it, I mean, I wouldn't approach someone like yeah, that. Yeah, no. But if someone's smiling at me, I'd be like, oh, hi. And I'd go say hi. If you see me at a bar, I'm like, oh, I like your shirt. I like your pants. Literally. <laughs> I'm like, I, I said that previously. Just yeah. be open. Just yeah. be open to, because if you put out there, I'm open. You don't have to say like at the bar, you don't have to put a, a sign up in the seat. I'm open. Like come hang out. Free seat right here. But it goes v- vibes. Like it goes off your energy. Mm-hmm. Every energy you emit comes back to you. So like really focus on the energy that you're giving and everything will happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Every day you wake up is a blessing and take it as that and go out there and just live your best life. Living my best life. We're going to be in Mexico. With a lot of sunscreen. Don't worry. I'm going to fry like a lobster. I'm going to be spraying her with sunscreen, so stay tuned for that video. (laughs) Well, we will see you guys next week. Don't forget to follow. This week we did a, um, oh, yeah, can't forget the cab wash slippers. We just did a giveaway for five pairs. I sold them out again um, from the store that I buy them from. So every week I feel like we're going to keep this rolling. I want to kind of figure out how we can keep um, doing some giveaways on the Human 2 page. So fun. Maybe. Maybe. We all love free stuff. I, I, give, I love a good giveaway. I want to do giveaways based on like the episodes. So I don't know how I can give away a free friend. Because <laughs> you ain't taking my gals. <laughs> Is that the jealousy coming up? <laughs> it's my FOMO. Okay. We will see you guys either next week or the week after. But goodbye. 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 Bye. This is literally how we hang up <laughs> our phones. <laughs>